Hi everyone, I'm David Blindauer, and welcome to Conversation with a Manager, stories from the front line. Our podcast is dedicated to the proposition that managers, particularly frontline managers, are key to an organization's success. This podcast is also in search of the best advice and counsel from experienced managers for anyone new to the role of manager. Today's guest is Stephen Hansen. Stephen has 15 years of career experience in several very large global organizations. Over his years in business, as in the case with all our guests, they have both managed and been managed. His personal experiences of the two-sided manager coin have taught Stephen much, including how to integrate the best people management skills with the best business management skills. Stephen is a technologist and currently manages a team of consultants who work directly with clients. Here to share more about his conversation with Stephen is today's host, Artel Smith. Welcome, everyone. We're here today in our conversation with Stephen Hansen, and I'm very excited about some of the wonderful approaches that Stephen has highlighted as a manager of consultants in the organization in which he currently works. Stephen is a career professional in for-profit business with about 15 years of total experience. He has a special dedication in the arena of technology and specifically HR technology, but he's not a technologist. What he is, is a leader. And that's something that he was able to describe in his own learnings along the way about how to connect with individuals on his team and really bring out the most from those individuals in servicing the organizations that he's worked for. Stephen is, in addition, a very creative individual who has figured out a way to apply his musical training, and the creativity that comes with that in the way he manages the people on his team. That's something I think we can all benefit from. I know that you have a outside interest, a creative interest in music, and uh, that you're an excellent guitarist. There's something about the way you just described that creative process inside an organization and the ability to innovate around it This sounds a lot like the process you might use when you're writing a new song or learning a new piece of music and putting something more into it than what the original um, author, composer maybe had in mind. You tell me if I'm wrong on that, but it feels like there's a connection between those two things. Yeah, I I love music analogies and I could make them all day. So yeah, I think that's a perfect perfect analogy because what I do outside of work with music involves a lot of production. I have a studio in my house and I, and I love to write songs, but many times when I have a client come to my studio, they're bringing me a, a a very basic rudimentary, just chords. Maybe there's a rhythm, right? And it's an acoustic song and it's very raw. And sometimes that's enough. Sometimes the songwriting is so good. You don't need to do anything else, but my role as a producer is to add a baseline to add drums to maybe turn that acoustic guitar into an electric guitar or a different type of string section. Uh, and those are parts that I get to write for the most part, you know, the artist is going to have a say in it, but you know, I end up writing as much of the song as they do many times. And, and that process is just so fun for me. Um, the, the idea, you know, 
we're sharing ideas, we're collaborating, but yeah, the same thing is true when we, when we talk about, I think how I like to work, uh, I'm never going to be a person that will just be placed into a role and then just operate within the framework that's been set out. Uh, I will, I will never take a job like that. I'm, I'm really only interested in working in roles that allow for me to build something to create, uh, to continuously improve. Uh, and, and that's, that's how I have fun being creative at work. I, I love, I love that. And it, it, it makes a lot of sense. I think in the management world, um, as you know, uh, Steve King likes to use jazz music analogies. And, and I think, uh, this is a very kind of appropriate way of thinking about it in the sense of the riffing that happens in jazz music and the individual artist able to take something that they've heard and turn it into something completely new. For just a moment, let's twist it around and think about that man, that employee, the member of a team who doesn't appreciate as much the creative component of the job and are more interested in, um, I'll, I'll use the ancient phrase that I use for my grandmother, which is sticking to the knitting, right? Uh, it's a meaning that you, you do knitting in a certain way with certain rows looking, looking very perfect and uniform. And there are certainly a number of individuals I've had over the years on my teams who really prefer that way of working. They want to know exactly what's expected and hold to that expectation. Given your, uh, your creativity and the way that you approach your own work, how, how are you uh, managing that kind of relationship? What does it, what does it, what expectations are you placing on yourself in order to manage that person well in the context of a team? Yeah. So it's, it's funny. I, I look at that as a creative opportunity for me also to create that framework. Right. So I, I have, um, I, I do have employees like that where they very much want to know what is expected what boxes do I need to check today to get my job done and have my, my top marks, you know, on the performance review. Um, and, and I think there's a, you, you need a good balance of both on your team. So I, the, the simple answer to that for you is as a manager, I view that as 100% my responsibility to create that framework for the employee that needs it. If an employee needs that framework and you say, great, think about it. Let's build the framework together. But you're really waiting for them to, to put it together, make the lists, make the project plans, make the, the check boxes. It, it may not happen because if that person's not creative, that's going to be a huge obstacle. So I think that's where, you know, I, I love to be creative and, and create the framework, right? I think, I think we're returning to the earlier theme, which is the individual relationship requires a certain amount of creativity in order to figure out how to make that relationship successful. Um, and it, and it, it, it feels to me like that's, um, I, let, let me not describe it as the greatest challenge a manager has, but it certainly is a challenge to take into account the personalities and mindsets of individuals on the team and see how they can work together individually and have a relationship with you as the manager. Totally. Yeah. And I think I've got people on my team that are on, on both sides of that spectrum of what I, what I tend to do with them is, okay, we've got a process, we've got a methodology for our consulting and, and it's different for all the different services that we have, but there, there's a standard methodology, things you need to touch on for what you're trying to accomplish with your clients. The ones that need the framework, we have the details right in front of them. And, and we talk through, hey, this is how I would handle this type of situation. You know, that happens in the training. But the people who are creatives that maybe don't want that framework, we say, oh, hey, this is just 
an outline, right? Let me actually highlight for you all the gray areas in here and how each client project is going to be different and all the opportunities you have to do all these projects differently, you know, while staying in our, our, our steps, our methodology. So I think framing certain things can be motivating to certain people and they'll find in it what they want to find in it. If they want the framework, that's what they'll focus on. If they want the creativity, that's what they'll focus on. Excellent. Really, really love that. Really love that. This podcast is supported by NRECA, the National Trade Association representing America's electric cooperatives. NRECA's broad range of products and services include a robust portfolio of leadership programs that provide learners with the knowledge, skills, and resources they need to lead at all levels of their co-op and succeed in today's rapidly changing electric utility industry. Visit cooperative.com learning to explore the value of learning with NRECA. And we're back here with Artel. Artel, there were a lot of great things in that conversation with Stephen. Out of the few things that you told me ahead of time that you want to pick out, you had mentioned to me beforehand that you wanted to touch on the topic of creativity. And I know that everyone can be creative at their job, but when it comes to harnessing that creativity, what is the best way to approach not only finding that within someone, but also understanding what their capabilities are in expanding upon it? In my experience, creativity is downplayed in most work settings in favor of things like standard operating procedures or contractual obligations that an organization has with a client or an external party. So creativity, in some cases, is deliberately dampened in favor of these more rigorous step-by-step processes. I think that that does a disservice to employees. And Stephen brought that out in the way he discussed how he tries to bring creativity into the mix. Where does this come from in terms of Stephen's own background and experience? The truth is, he's a very passionate musician. And he has, over the years, been able to perfect, as as far as anybody can perfect anything in music, in the way that he plays the guitar, the songs that he writes, and the production that he performs for other artists. It's an outlet for his creativity that he then has taken and applied in the workplace. I think in the following manner is how I would describe it. Once you uncover the fact that someone has a passion for a very specific set of skills, and think about this as the activities that you don't normally do at work, but the activities that you do when no one else is watching and you're getting an immense amount of joy from it. So when the manager finds that out, is it possible to fan the flame of creativity in the context of the job itself? I would like to say, yes, it is. And I think Stephen confirms that from his point of view. So I'll give you a very simple example. In my experience, I have worked with individuals who have been, in fact, artists. They've been able They're drawing artists. They are graphic designers. Uh, They're specialists in color and the application of color. Those kinds of skills can be brought into a work environment in some very specific ways. I love the example of a PowerPoint presentation, which right now is ubiquitous. And frankly, most of the ones I've ever seen are boring. 
They don't really help you to understand what's going on, and you really don't feel any better off having experienced the PowerPoint than if you had never experienced the PowerPoint. So what I have done, because I'm not an expert in PowerPoint, is try to find people on my team who have any artistic bent, graphic design being one of the things that I can find in many cases. When I turn a PowerPoint presentation over to someone whose creativity is now unleashed, what they produce is magical because they take that creativity and turn it into something that's really necessary for the team to be productive. So pedaling back to where Steven is, he wants to find out the creativity that an individual has and apply it in a very specific way. His is music, and I think that one of the things that Stephen excels at, by, by the way, is his ability to map out a series of steps to success that, frankly, to me, look a lot like composing music. And in my experience with Stephen, I felt he always had this intricate view of how to apply his own creative outlet into the work that the team needed to accomplish. That, again, to me, speaks of someone who has the person and the organization firmly in mind at the same time in order to be successful. And with that, we conclude this episode of Conversation with a Manager. If you enjoyed this podcast and feel like others could learn from it as well, feel free to share it with your friends and colleagues. And a big thank you to our guest, Stephen Hansen, for sharing some of his personal experiences as a manager. Support for this podcast comes from NRECA, the National Trade Association representing America's electric cooperatives. Driven by member feedback and engagement, NRECA's mission is to be the trusted resource, champion the cause, and inspire the future of the industry.